Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Outtakes. I'm Lori Baker. Dale Rowles, star of True Blood and Under the Dome, joins us now to talk about her recent projects such as the web series Avenue 43, the television series Bones, and the Nickelodeon sitcom Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn. And here she is. So congratulations uh, for season 10, uh, launching on June 7th of your web series that you've been a guest star of Avenue 43. Oh, thank you, Laurie. It's so much fun. We just shot um, on Saturday again, and uh, as always, you know, it's such a wacky series, and there's so many wonderful actors in it that we have, we really, we we sort of have more fun than we should. It's so, it's so, it's such a great group of people. <laughs> well, The Guardian named Avenue 43 as one of the 25 web TV shows you need to see. What is it that you think it is about this show that makes it so successful? Well, I think primarily the writing. Um, it's written by um, a guy named Justin Tanner, who's a very well-thought-of playwright here in Los Angeles. He's had a lot of plays that have done very well. And he just has um, an ear for dialogue. And he also, because he's been around here so long, He really knows um, a lot of terrific actors, and so they're all happy to work for him. But I think it's it's the writing, and also he Justin has an ear and um, sort of an insight into uh, people's wackiness. And the the premise of the show is that it takes place um, in an area of Los Angeles called Highland Park which is um, the main street is Avenue 43, and that's why it's named that. And so all the people are kind of insane artists and <laughs> and people with lots of interesting um, neuroses and how they all come together and kind of clash. So um, I, I guess I would say it's, um, it's the – we call them the maestro. We, it's, it's basically because of Justin Tanner. Oh. Well, you said that about the the name of it being Avenue 43. I've seen in the preview that they were using puppets. And, you know, here in, in New York City on Broadway, we have Avenue Q where they use puppets. So I thought maybe it was like a tie-in to Avenue Q somehow. But, uh, but that's interesting. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think yeah. so, but that's, that's interesting. I never thought of that. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But yeah. you know, we also have a cat. A, a cat is one of the stars. And <laughs> that, that's actually Justin's cat. Um, <laughs> we were shooting on Saturday, and we were shooting um, – we shoot a lot at his house. Um, and so we were upstairs shooting some scenes in the hallway by the bedroom, and the cat was just kind of lounging on the bed in front of the fan because it was very hot that day. And um, it was all we could do to move him so that we could complete the scenes because he was – so uh, he sort of runs the household. So it, it's very fun <laughs> to go there and play with him. <laughs> Got it. How did you get involved with this series? You know, um, uh, it's been so long now. I think I, I, I'd i done readings and things for Justin in the past, and one day he just called me up out of the blue and said, oh, I'd love for you to be part of this. And um, I, I uh, had worked with an actor named French Stewart, whom lots of people know because he was – 
on Third Rock from the Sun, and then he's been on the series Mom, and he and I have the same uh, management company, and so I knew that French was involved, so I thought, oh, this is going to be good. So that I, I didn't have any hesitation in saying yes. What character do you play? I play a character named Brenda, and she seems like she's very nice and sweet, of course, and, um, you know, just a nice lady in the neighborhood, but actually she has a very nefarious ideas about how life should be lived and right now I'm trying to um persuade the the wife of my son to to and she's pregnant and I'm trying to uh convince her to sell the baby so she's not a very nice woman but she's uh she has a very lovely veneer is this series on YouTube or how do people go about to to find yes. avenue for you three yes just go on um just go on YouTube and we've got a channel and it's all there. Oh, cool. How is it for you? You know, you've done so many different television shows and movies. How is doing a web series different from doing, you know, one of the televised series? Well, you know, I think it's actually in a way a lot more fun because there isn't as much pressure. Um also people are really doing it for the joy of of making their own product so uh it's not so much about money and um you know your time commitment is less but i would say for me it's more about just the enjoyment of making something um out of nothing and creating something with uh, a group of people who all are doing it for the right reasons yeah, I mean, so much whenever I, I talk to people that are doing their own web series, they just love the creative the creative freedom of it without having to have the networks dictate to them, you know, what That's they exactly have to do. That. They can just, you know, they can just go wherever the urge leads them. And, <laughs> and, That's uh, right. And there's there's no advertisers. There's no people, you know, that you have to please. And, you know, it's no, you don't have to really listen to anyone's opinion. And so it's very, it's it, there's a lot of freedom. So you're doing this series where, you know, lots of sex and debauchery and witchcraft and voodoo and all kinds of stuff going on in this series. Yeah. And then uh, you're famous for True Blood and Under the Dome. And then uh, just recently you've done the series uh, Nikki, Ricky, Dicky, and Dawn, which is a Nickelodeon sitcom. Uh, how yes, is it exactly. you're doing a change of pace from, you know, the supernatural, wild and crazy to uh, to working with kids? Well, you know, I'd never really, I think I'd maybe done one other kid's show. I, I was trying to remember that. But this was sort of new for me, and I actually, I loved it because um, these kids are so smart. It's just crazy. This was their third season, and they're, um, the show's about these four kids who are quadruplets. There's three boys and a girl, and I play their grandmother. And, um, you know, it's a it's a very nice job to have because – because they're children, they can't work a lot of hours. So you really go in, you rehearse, and then like on Monday through Thursday, and then Friday you tape the show. And it, it's a very easy schedule. So as far as the, the logistics of it, it's it's fun and, you know, pretty painless. But I was so impressed with these kids because they're complete professionals. And they have such energy. And, um, you know, the everyone's just happy to be at work and happy to be, in a in a joyful environment 
and the directors work well with children, the producers really know what they're doing. So I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. And they have one more season, one more season before the kids get too old. Uh, yeah. So I'm hoping the grandmother will, will come back and visit again. I'm sure. Yeah, I never thought about how the the shooting schedule has to accommodate kids, I guess, with, you know, with, with yeah, schools and they, stuff like that. They, yeah, and they have they have hours during the day that they have to study on set, and um, you know, so it's it's uh, you know they they run a very tight ship. Yeah, another show that uh, you you have recently appeared in uh, the final season of Bones. Uh, what how how was that experience? Well, that was really wonderful. I must say, the casting director of Bones had had me into audition for. Uh, I don't know, three or four times before that, and I had never gotten the job. So I was very happy to finally <laughs> get to be on the show in the last season. And, um, you know, uh, they they are such um, a great team. They have, after, you know, they've been on the air for 12 seasons, so they run like a Swiss watch. And um, everyone is so gracious and so helpful. And we shot uh, in Malibu in a big, beautiful house overlooking the ocean. So it was just, you know, it was really kind of sinful to take the money because it was such a joyful time and so beautiful and very easy and everyone was helpful. And I had a very fun character who was kind of wacky, but, you know, but, but fun. I was a witness to the bad guy. And... um I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it, and I just my hats are off to to that whole team, and especially you know the the stars um, Emily Deschanel and um, oh gosh David Boreanaz. They are they are producers now on the show, and they really have their priorities straight. That's wonderful. You know, I saw on your Facebook page some pictures of you. Uh, Close to me, actually, at a Chiller Theater Convention in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious, you know, what is the experience of doing – that was like a horror film convention. Yeah, yeah. It was in New Jersey, um, and uh, it's one of the biggest ones in the country, and it was my first time there. And I must say it was just uh, a blast. You know, there were thousands of fans, and um, they are just wild, and they get into it so much. You know, lots of people in costume and, and uh, you know, guys with, uh, you know, like fake knives and chainsaws and leather outfits and, and uh, you know, just, just – there was a couple that had a full-on Ghostbusters um, uniform, <laughs> both of them, and – one family with their little kid. I think they were dressed up from The Walking Dead, and and you know people just get into it, so they're they're they enjoy it so much, and so we all just had a great time. I think we were there for three days, and um, yeah, they had a huge turnout, and and uh, it was incredibly well organized. So I I'm I'm hoping to go and do it again because it was so much fun. Would you say the fans mostly remember you from True Blood? Yeah, I was sort. I would say probably it's about seventy-five percent True Blood. But then I kind of was surprised. I forgot. You know, I didn't forget. But but Under the Dome, of course, was created by the book was by Stephen King. So because uh-huh. of him, people really you know loved that show. And so um, you know that was more supernatural than horror. But uh, 
But, um, yeah, I'd say it was mostly true, bud. But lots of Under the Dome fans. It was kind of crazy. Do you know of any crazy fan stories you can tell us? Well, like um, one guy had written down all of his favorite lines of mine from True Blood, which was you know, <laughs> very flattering. Someone <laughs> takes time, yes, very flattering and, and very kind. And so he asked me, would I repeat all those lines to him? And so I thought, well, okay, so I did. And then um, he picked the one that I, you know, we sign autographs and, uh, you know, on a photo. So he had me, he picked the the line that he wanted me to put onto the photo uh, when I signed it. So I did that. (laughs) That was, you know, that was kind of my craziest thing. There were, there were, um, there was a guy in the in the room where I was who was from uh, The Walking Dead, and he um, also he he was an actor. His name escapes me now. I feel terrible, but he is also um, like the third highest ranked um, arm wrestling champion of the world. So for ten dollars, people could arm wrestle him. <laughs> so all day long, people um, people would try, and absolutely no one beat him. Not one person. So it was kind of like a crazy, crazy weekend. Uh, We're just curious. What was the line uh, that he had you do the autograph? Oh, Lori, I, um, oh, God, I can't remember. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. Okay, I can't remember now. Um, uh, I can't remember. See, I'm sure if we were here, he could just fill it out for you right now. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. She's no, he has a better memory than I do. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say uh, also congratulations to your husband, Ray Thompson, for winning his ninth Emmy, his ninth daytime Emmy as lighting director for The Young and the Restless. I mean, wow, he is just on a winning streak. <laughs> uh, well, How was the experience yeah, we of attending the daytime creative arts Emmys this year? Well, we didn't, you know, this is actually his fifth in a row. And so we uh-huh. for sure knew he we, – we really didn't expect him to win at all. And so we were just going to go and have fun and see friends. And, you know, it's a great party, and um, everyone's in a very good mood, and everybody's dressed up. And, and so, you know, we just thought, well, heck, we'll just go and have a great time, you know, whatever. And so then when he won, we just couldn't believe it. <laughs> so, you know, it was like icing on the cake. Um, and then uh, we were seated with the art director for the show, and he won as well, so it was like a nice, you know, it was a nice uh, group event right there, just b- between uh, David Hoffman is his name and his wife and and Ray and me, and so um, we went out afterwards and had a celebratory glass of champagne and and uh, it was really fun and the show did well and you know it's just it's just nice because they put in so many hours. You know, Ray works, you know, sometimes 80 hours a week. So it's lovely to be recognized. I, I imagine all the other soap operas are like, we really need to step up our game if we're going <laughs> to, with, with the lighting, if we're well, going to get, really, get yeah. him off the street. Yeah, exactly. Where, did, where you guys, that's what I thought. I, I sort of thought that's what would happen this year. But, you know, there's a lot of people who vote in that category. So, I, you know, they look at all the submissions and, and uh, but if I were the other, you know, soap lighting designers, I, I'd be thinking, well, let's get rid of that guy. <laughs> He's got enough. 
But it's have like nice, where so. do you keep all those daytime Emmys? I mean, are they like in your living room or? Well, no, we have a little TV room and and we have them in there because that seems appropriate. <laughs> Uh, that is appropriate. It's very appropriate. Yes. Uh, do you have any other projects uh, you're working on that you're at liberty to tell us about we, that we haven't already yeah. talked about? I've got, um, I'm, next week I'm shooting a short film uh, called Seriously Mike. And um, it's about a young couple buying a, their first house. And I play their crabby mother, one of the, the, thought, the, the husband's crabby mother. And we'll be shooting it uh, starting next week. And then um, this Saturday, actually, I'm starting a rehearsal for um, an independent film that's been in the works for a year now. But So I don't have a, a shooting schedule yet, but um, the fact that we're having a rehearsal means that things are underway. And um, it's uh, written by a woman named Julie Smith. And actually, oh, three or four years ago, I... I did a web series for her, and now she has written her um, her uh, feature-length script, and they have raised the money. She and her producer, Marina Garcia, they've raised the money, and so it's a go. So it's that's exciting. That's what's really fun is when somebody, you know, makes that leap. And um, so I think um, it'll be about a, oh, probably about a four-week shoot. Well, it's been great catching up with you. You're always so busy, and you always have something going on and across genres, you know, whether it's the <laughs> horror, horror or web series or, or, or teenage children series. You know, you, you've got all the bases covered. And uh, so congratulations with everything, and I look forward to Thank keeping you, up with your work. Keep up with all future shows on my social media. I'm on Twitter. It's Laurie's Outtakes. On Facebook, it's Outtakes Interviews, and on Instagram, it's Outtakes Interviews. So see you there. Until next time.